All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beak and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap the small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com that's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com. Hey, boys and girls. We are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Farrow. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, metal detecting and treasure running radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And as I get off to a little bit of a slow, rough start, <laughs> we'll look and see here. We'll try to pick up the pace a little bit, get a little more energy in. But we see that the Bills are in, Chuck's in, uh, Bortner's are in, Celeste, Mark, Detecting Addicts, D.A. Frank. <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw Steve's go live earlier, but I'm watching that go live and I'm going, hmm, yeah, wait for it. It's coming. And sure enough, there was a crack about Frank's driving. Yeah, what do you do? I don't know. But we do have... Uh, all the usual suspects dropping in. So links first and foremost in the chat, in the description, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectees, The Ring Finders, Nope to website, Terry Shannon's website, Midwest Refineries website. I think that covers all of them. We've got Ohio Metal Detecting, All Metal Militia, Detect Ed Outdoors. And who can forget? Crazy Spider Adventures, all on YouTube. We've got Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Illinois Iowa Treasure Hunters, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Detect Ed Outdoors, All Metal Militia, and Detect America, all on Facebook. You can catch Frank, Steve, and Ronnie at 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday nights, multicasting. I was not uh, able to catch Monday's show with trying to get everything around for treatment. We've got Shelly and Dawn on Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern simulcasting. We're here We're here Wednesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern has forces to be allowed. Obviously, as many people saw, Wednesday, we were not. Wednesday just was not a good night. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it didn't happen. We just had an archive. But we figured it wasn't happening, and that's why we we forewarned everybody Sunday that Wednesday was probably going to be an archive, and that was probably going to be scheduled ahead of, in advance, ahead of time, Sunday or Monday, so that it was already in place for Wednesday, and it's a good thing we did. Actually, we're, we're still kind of, still kind of trying to bounce back from treatment. But that's the way it goes. It was, uh, I don't know, interesting. I don't know if maybe I should have hydrated a little more or what, but 
little little bit, you know, little off, little hiccups here and there. Trying to bounce back. On the other hand, I did run the I did run the uh, fastest that quite possibly that I've ran in a while. Uh, definitely kept things moving, sped it up. Nice to see, nice to do, nice to be able to do, and nice to have the option to. Turns a five or six hour event into three or four. That's always a plus, especially when you're traveling that far. Either way, I see that we've also got Celeste and Chuck and Dave and Detecting Addicts, Barb, uh, Mike. We've got quite a number of them dropping in. Always a plus. Always good to see. And I know we saw Chuck in too. I'm not sure how he spent his Wednesday evening since obviously, like I said, neither of us were here. There was still a show. You could say I was here to throw the switch. But it was past me. Wednesday. At least tonight it's present me, I guess, or present me. Who knows? I don't know. I don't get it. Either way, we're we're trying to bounce back and and do what we can. Unfortunately, it has put us behind on other things that I should have been doing, and we can't get the weather to cooperate because somebody, I'd, I'd really love to know who, ordered this weird, strange, white, flaky stuff that falls down and makes everything cold. So that's helped to put us back too, and unfortunately it also kind of delays me bouncing back. But we're giving it a shot anyway tonight. We're we're going to try like hell and see, and hopefully I can make it through this all right and not, uh, not suffer too terribly from it. So that's what we've got there. Other than that, Tonight, obviously, we're still kind of taking it easy. We're on the men, so it's open lines tonight. I did see... Mm, not sure when that was now. Wednesday? Thursday, maybe? Something like that. Ohio Relic Hunter has already been out doing some smoking, got the first smoke in of the year, and posted up about that. Looked good, too. Good job with it. So, up here, I mean, I know down in Florida, they can, they can pretty much do it all year round. But up here, it's starting to come back. You know, we're starting to get that weather in where we can finally start to do some smoking and things of that nature. And that is good to see. 
Here, we've had internet issues all day. We weren't even sure if we'd be able to go live, but we are actually live, and it looks like the phone lines are working because we've got Chuck on with us, and good luck to Barb tomorrow. How's it going, Chuck? Hey, it's going well. Been busy. There's cold weather and black ice and wrecks and fires, and yeah, well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so you're getting Those run around. Territory. Yeah. Yep, you're getting run around. Yeah. So, well, hopefully, I hope see you on there, bud. It wasn't as bad for you as uh, last week. No. But enough to keep us occupied. Right. On the upper levels. <laughs> right. Chimney yeah. fire. Structure fire Wednesday night, so Yeah, we've we've had it going on all around here for us too. I know the other morning the uh the department got called out for smoke coming out of a garage just about two blocks away, and that was bright and early in the morning. What a way to wake up. <laughs> yeah, and then we had an MBA that involved the semi and a couple cars, yelled slid off, hit some black ice, hit him, hit him hard enough, it totally jackknifed it, and then dropped the transmission and the engine, it broke the frame on the ground. On the semis. The saddle tanks were both full, he just filled them, got one leaking, had to get under there, we've got a material that you can patch with, we patched that tank, and then... uh, they transported two. We mutilated to another department because of the size and scope. They had to cut a couple people out, so we were busy. We had one the other night that uh, I'm not exactly sure how it had happened, but I somehow or another two vehicles had <clears throat> had collided, and one person had been thrown and was pinned under the other one the other vehicle and somehow or another they managed to get him out from under that vehicle without a whole lot of effort and they already had life flight in route just in case and once they got him out from under the vehicle they were able to call life flight off they were fine uh had a friend take him to the hospital just to to be checked out so that was, I think they can count their blessings. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Got to take my, the wins uh, where my, you can get them. My chore that day was, I had to get the leak stopped on the diesel. They had diesel going everywhere. We got her stopped. When they yeah. dropped it, and then they, re- they request an engine with extrication, uh, uh-oh, and then, bam, special call chief, and I went, oh, something's wrong here. So I went yeah. down, first thing the deputy said, we got to stop this diesel. I looked underneath of that going, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, that's an EPA cleanup. Yeah. No, no, there was no more than five gallons on the ground at any time. Oh. Well, you got there quick enough, and we were able to save the day then. Because once the EPA gets involved, that's not a cheap bill. No. So other than that, no, been busy with detectors. Guys wanting 
all, well, legends and 900s and a Deus twos and, of course, the Manticore, that is a wish list item for everybody, including the dealers. Right. Yeah. Everybody wants a Manticore. So far, though, nobody's seeing them hardly. Right. And then uh, the new Xterra Pro is inbound, and I've ordered a case, and I've got one left. They're all pre-gone. They're going. Good. Good deal. Yeah. And it's good to see that the rollout was a lot smoother with it. Well, I hope so. Well, if they're inbound, they it yeah. sounds like they're a lot. That's a lot smoother than the Manicore. Do but I then have again, legend? I just got questioned here. Legend hoodies in stock? No, I do not. I can special order them. The problem with ordering in a bunch of the hoodies, and you never got the right size. <laughs> right. Yeah. And That's... you know, like I tell guys, they come out and they want to be certain sized belt for their holsters over the years or a certain type of holster for this belt. And I tell them, I don't deal with the belts. I'll get you the holster. You figure out your waist size. Right. Yeah, that that uh, that gets into a whole other ball of wax. You know, yeah. carrying the hats shirts and thing. carrying the hoodies. Yeah, hats are entirely well. different. Hats right. are entirely different. But hoodies... Shirts, belts, it just winds up, you. if you try to have enough supply on hand for everybody, you're left holding the bag, having a lot of extras that nobody wants. Well, and then, years back, they came out with uh, purses for gals, concealed carry purses, and all Mm -hmm. kinds of them, they're still there, and... Other things for gals. My wife said, maybe you should stock those. And I looked directly at her. I said, would you trust me to buy you a purse? <laughs> she just stared at me. She goes, I, said, I see what you now. mean. I know how you are about color, like the strap. Well, that just doesn't fit Material. my Material. Yeah. I will special order them. I, I had all the colors, everything, and I did. Gals would come in and they'd order what they wanted, but I always put on there, all sales are final. Right. Yep, that's that's <laughs> you when you just... buy your wife clothes, and I don't care what it is. Uh-uh. <laughs> Honey, here's a card, there's a hundred bucks in it, go get what you want. Yeah, yeah. As long as you want to stay indoors, you, you don't do that. Right. Now, what I found with gals and metal detectors, pretty much... They know what they want. They tell you to a T what they want. You better get it to that T. <laughs> <laughs> or it ain't going to be fun. Right. You're liable to get here full. Oh, lucky Ed. Ed Olson's in, buddy. Oh. Well, I wonder if he's been able to make it out and play around with that legend coil he won uh, last month. It'd be interesting to hear. Yeah. I know Chris was tickled to receive the detector. He won. Oh, good. Yeah. Speaking of winning, we're going to be raffling off a manticore at the Detecting the Hunt, Heartland Hunt. 
and we're going to be starting that, and it will be open on this page and at the hunt. So and yes, yeah, I will ship. <laughs> right. And you don't have to be present to win then, because obviously so, Detecting Addicts was one. not present is for the day. to raise money for the Youth Diabetes Association in Iowa. Right. The Juvenile Diabetes Research Juvenile, Association. Me. Juvenile Diabetes. And uh, we're going to raise them some bucks if we can. And I haven't set everything up yet, but it'll start here in around the last week of March, first week of April. And uh, you can PayPal it. Friends and family. Friends and family, please. And uh, we'll see what kind of money I can raise for them, along with there's some other things going on. And I think there's a legend going to be raffled alongside that. Mm -hmm. uh, but let... Uh, Casey, we'll get Casey on, and he can talk about that. And ah. that's a diff different setup. That's on Casey's side of it. Right. So he'll have all the details for that, and I'm sure that, uh, well, I don't know. I can't say I'm sure that you must be present to win, because I know they have opened those raffles up a lot of times to the Detecting the Heartland group members. Right. And so I'm opening we'll it up on this happens. page, and we'll go from there. Now, Ed just asked me, will I have it? Ed, I've had 15, 16 go through. I will probably get one if it's not there that day. It will be drop shipped or hand, you know, to whoever wins it. If they're as, soon hunt, whatever, as, as soon as it's possibly as available. Yep. Yep. So it isn't going to be a walk away, probably. It's going to be hmm, the way things are going. When it comes in, you're next. <laughs> right. It'd be nice for it to be a walk away, but boy, there's going to have to be some real increases in availability for it to be a walk away. Right. Right. Kendall's in tonight, and he said he made her back from the Gulf Shores. I saw pictures. He sent me pictures of some of these finds and stuff. Oh, very cool. That sounds like a good time, and he picked the right time to go, too. Right. Bart's selling her F-75. She wants 400 or best offer. Because hmm. this, uh, this cold snap, I would have much rather had been anywhere else. Aruba sounded great. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have been back there. <laughs> They're all heading to England now. They're all hunting in England. Oh, uh, too cold for that. Fun's yeah, got trips going on. I see uh, several of the uh, group that I hunt with quite often are over there now. Mine will be hopefully late September, early October. Hmm. I'll go do a little more, I think. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see how things are going. Right. Let's see, uh, you never know. You get into that time of the year, and Aruba may start looking good again. Yep. You're right. You're right. So It, it makes for... I mean, when when you've got the, the options presented to you, and you have the fortunate ability to be able to pursue these options, it makes <clears> for some <throat> tough decisions. Right. 
So, yeah, and I know we got some big major hunts coming up there in the spring. I know the Garrett hunt and that kind of stuff. I was hoping maybe to go to that, but other obligations stepped in the way and uh, can't do that, but that's the way it goes. Yeah. DA, we're planning one for, uh, he wants to know when we're coming back to Alaska. We're planning one, not this summer, the following summer. I've already been working on that. I'd like to take a full crew up, and uh, mm-hmm. I've already got a list of guys wanting to go, so I'll be working on that. So, summer 24. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine probably there in the uh, same general time frame, I would think. What, like the uh, last week of July, first week of August? Somewhere in there. there. Yes. We tend to have been hitting, knock on wood, pretty good weather. Oh, yeah. You guys couldn't ask for better weather. No, we've had beautiful weather. And uh, she says, oh, yeah, I've come early in June. Well, I've been there early in June mm. and July. and It's cold in it's, June. It is cold in June. <laughs> now, look, I, I deal with cold weather. But right. I don't necessarily need to take a vacation to cold weather either. Right, yeah. I mean, tolerating it is one thing. Chasing it is something entirely different. I've chased it. It's 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 generally there when I get there. Yeah, yeah, and it it just I don't know when when you're thinking you need a break and you go someplace like that where it's cold. It seems to me like that kind of knocks the motivation down where it's a little difficult to have a good time. Yes, it does. I mean. Sure, up there in Alaska, it could be cold, and if you're finding gold, I bet you stay warm, plenty warm. Well, we went up, we took vans up, and we went all the way up to what they call Gold Run, and you were, I'm saying, 30 30 to 40 miles below the Arctic Circle, and it was 68, 70 degrees, gin clear, beautiful day, the guys had great weather up in that area. Someone went on the fishing trip up the uh, Pilgrim River. Uh, overall, had great weather. We had a little problem at the end there with COVID, but that's the way it goes. Right. And obviously, this wasn't in June. <laughs> oh. Because I would imagine being that close to the Arctic Circle, uh, yeah, no thanks. Not in June. Uh, I spent one one and a half days in the middle of July in a snowstorm up there, so. Hmm. 19th of July. It dropped from 70 degrees to 31 degrees in three hours. Snowed all day. Freezing rain. Late the next day, the sun came out. It zoomed back up to 50. The next day, it was 65. And everything was muddy. Oh, shoot. Yes, it was. <laughs> so it can be kind of crazy out there. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I mean, uh, well, you know how it is here in the Midwest. There's some days we can see all four seasons in the same day. Oh, yeah. And quite possibly, I mean, there's been some days here I've seen all four seasons in a matter of just two or three hours. Look, I went to Alaska a couple years ago with uh, Ronnie. And welcome to Travis. We had 
this tropical storms hitting our coast, but one of them wandered around in the out in the Atlantic there, and it turned due north and drifted east. The second, third day I'm in England, I'm standing in the middle of a field in the remnants of a hurricane, and it was pouring. You could, there was nowhere <laughs> to get out of it. Period. And I'm like, that's my luck. Yeah, you're going, now I know what a drenched cat feels like. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just the way it goes. You deal with the weather, you make it, make the best out of it, and oh well. Right. Kind of like with Frank moving to Florida. We had waterproof detectors because if it rained so hard, I'll guarantee you, if you didn't. Yeah, if it had not been waterproof, it would have been gone. And just stand there. And we had about 40 mile hour winds and it was cold. England doesn't get tropical stuff. They get cold. Yeah. Yeah, there there ain't nothing tropical about that stuff that England's getting. It's that cold, damp, just cut and chill you to the bone. And Well, then you go to Florida. Oh, yeah. Played well, Florida. You're warm. But then all of a sudden, in the summertime, they get stuff that nightmares are made out of. Uh, Yeah. Yes, they do. It's all, it's all got, uh, it's all got its pros and cons, and doesn't matter which region of the country you're in, you've got your own kind of special circumstances to deal with. I mean, a lot of times here, it's more earthquakes and tornadoes. Florida, it's hurricanes. Upper East Coast, it's Nor'easters. California, earthquakes. Frankie's on there sucking up her cookies to Barb. Ah. Uh huh. So wonder he's not in there asking how many cookies do I get with that F seventy five. How many bags of candy corn are included? It's cold up there. Right. Right. So. But yeah, the the sales people are anxious to get out. It's been good. It's just getting equipment. I did get Profine thirty fives in finally. They've been back orders since August, late August. Things like that. So things are picking up. It, it's coming, and I know the manicores will be trickling out. Um, always remember, it's a worldwide release, and they got a release. To everybody, everywhere, and then the big box stores are in there thumping their fists. Of course, they get a larger amount than most all of us dealers do. So it's just the way it goes. Yep. People have just got to remember, though, you don't get the customer service from a big box store like you do a dealer. Well, you don't. And that's just point blank. It, It doesn't matter. Insert name of store or even online merchant and you're you're not gonna get the same customer service that you will from a dealer. Right. Definitely. 
And so Gorm, another thing is, are we going to revive? What are we going to? What are we going to do here for these guys? Are we going to revive our uh, questions and answers again? Right, the the trivia questions. I don't know. You never know. What do you want to do? I want to see it from you guys. You want to go through the uh, trivia again? That was come up with for a pretty good prize. That was a good time. People did get a kick out of it. I do believe. Well, so died. It took them a while, but it was a pretty good. uh, Well, I didn't say it was going to be easy. Right. And there were, I'm sure, a lot of people that actually found themselves learning quite a bit from those questions. Right. Well, Barb wants to do trivia and dig your plug. Hmm. Ooh. Leave it to her to I'll come up some with something like that. And then uh, maybe Wednesday we'll announce when and what the first set will be after. The rules will be the same. you got 30 seconds. Right, you got to call in to get the question. If when you, you call in and call in only, right. then we'll do a round of that, and then we'll figure out what we can do for dig your plug if we if if we want. Right, if we can, I'll have to check sure. and see what I've got around here in the prize stash. I don't, I think it's getting ran down pretty low, but we'll see. Right. So. Unfortunately, these uh, it's a good time, but these uh, trivia questions and dig your plugs don't run on air. <laughs> no. No. I was thinking about the trivia questions today, what I might come up with. And I can, I can come up with some more along the lines of our treasure hunting escapades and what you dig. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, really, in in terms of that, it uh, the possibilities are limitless. So I oh, yeah. guess it's all what the listeners would like to do. No, well, Michael wants me to give him a cheat sheet before the show so he can study. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know about that. That that takes all the fun out of it. Although. Uh, the the last round of trivia that we did with the silver pull tab, uh, we we did kind of give people a little bit of a heads up. We at least let them know somewhat the topics yeah. that it's going to be based around. Yeah. So I guess in that respect, everybody gets a cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> in a Don't way. Don't know that it'll do any good, right. but. Everybody may get a hint at the uh, topics that the questions would. Maybe I'll get Mr. With. Mark Hoover involved. Maybe you can give me some of his uh, history type stuff, and we can develop a little thing on uh, history for a particular area or something. Or I'll get somebody else involved with it too. Oh boy, that's gonna stump some people. We'll we'll see what we can come up with here. It'll be fun. Right? Maybe I can wrangle up another nice prize like that silver old tab. 
We'll work on that. Make a couple phone calls. Hmm. Well, and like I said, I can always dig around and do some look. And I, I don't have anything near as fancy as a silver pool tab, but I may have. Uh, I'm sure I've still got some rounds around here, and maybe even some uh, half ounce hand poured silver. Okay, so we'll work on something. It'll be for something that we like to find or not find. We love to find silver. Yeah, yeah, we love to find silver. Silver pull tab covered both bases. Yeah. We love to find the silver, but not a pull tab, right? That that would have been very fitting. Unless you're Mark Hoover and he collects them. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that would have been very fitting if Mark had won that. I couldn't think of a better person to win something like that than him. That that would just be too ironic. But hey, if if you're going to have a pull tab, if you're going to show off a pull tab, what better what better of a pull tab to show off? That's right. That's right. Those are sharp. That was very cool looking and I believe uh Karen had won the one from the trivia questions, and she was just thrilled to get that. As she should be. I mean, look on the... uh, I can't remember the gentleman's website now. I'm sure Tim could throw it in there if he was listening. But uh, that guy has some interesting items. Okay. Well, John John Ramoska is on there, and he said, Illinois Metal Detecting Association, Chicago Dig Fest, will donate a one-ounce silver bar. Is that to, to a prize pot there, John? Wow. That's... How long does it take Frank and Phil to comb their hair? <laughs> Almost as long as me. <laughs> Frank says 2.3 seconds. Yep, almost as long as me. There you go. People, people that have ever watched uh, like Jeff Dunham and and okay. Peanut, you know how Peanut just kind of oh, runs the that. hand over the top of his head. That's that's about how long it takes me to comb my hair. <laughs> now, Mark's Mark's jockeying for position for us. John Mispin Zero. He meant 10 ounce silver bar. I don't think he did, but. <laughs> I doubt it. Work on it, buddy. I doubt it. But if John wants to uh, donate a one ounce silver bar, he can definitely uh, shoot me a message so I don't forget. And, and we can get that put down that that's courtesy of the Illinois Metal Detecting Association. And speaking of the Illinois Metal Detecting Association and Chicago Dig Fest, uh, sometime here in the near future, I do believe, we'll probably have John and Alan or one or the other back on the show to discuss some things. Uh, We just got to wait and see what happens. I'm not sure when they're ready to start announcing information for DigFest, but I know they are gearing up for their second annual. 
past that, that's about all I can say. There you go. So anyway, we get some stuff planned out, and hopefully we've got some speakers we can get on here shortly. And uh, As a matter of fact, so next Sunday... Who's that going to be? That will be the history digger, Rob Rizzo. Yeah, he just got back from England. Exactly, and that's why we've got him on. We want to hear how he had such a grand time in England. People that follow his channel, they I'm sure they saw the video that he released. And Rob, he he does a very good job with his videos and, and explaining yes, he does. Uh, the, the area or the finds and things like that. He puts a lot of time and effort into it. And I know he was really looking forward to that England trip, because last time we had him on the show, he was talking about how he was looking forward to it. So we figured it'd be good to have him back to hear how everything went, how he enjoyed it. Did he did he really like it? Was it worth it to him? If he had the opportunity, would he do it again? And some of these answers, I'm sure we probably, or some of these questions, I'm sure we probably already know the answers to. Uh... But it'll still be interesting to hear from him, you know, hear how the trip went and his opinion or or his impressions of England. So that'll be interesting. And we've, we've got a couple others in the pipeline kind of bouncing around there somewhere. I mean, who knows whenever Debbie will uh, be available, because I know we had held off since there was going to be the new Equinox release too. That way we could cover both of them in one shot. And the next thing you know, the Xterra Pro was hot on the heels of that. And she's just bouncing all over the country. So who knows when she'll be. We'll, we'll get her in there when she's ready. That's That's about all I can say with that one. And we may have either John or Alan or both sometime in the future down the road. Actually, we may have them on a couple of times coming up because there's also another topic that we've got to cover. Uh, I guess mainly, maybe, maybe more so with Alan, but John may be there as well. Uh, Something we had discussed the last time that John and Ellen was on the show. After the show, we had gotten into a conversation, and I told him, said, "Well, yeah, when when you're ready to uh, when you're ready to discuss this topic, let me know, and and we'll get you on there, and we'll discuss that too." So we may have them on a couple of times coming up because we've got a couple of different topics to work through with them. Uh, you know. Chicago Dig Fest plus this other topic. So we'll have to see what happens. And the show that we were going to be doing, hopefully uh, this month on tokens, the the guest is strangely I don't know. Incoherent with communication. It's It's very broken at times for some reason. And that chain of communication has broken once again. So I'm going to have to reestablish contact with him or attempt to again and see if we can finally get him nailed down to a day. No good luck. 
Yeah, I'm going to need it, I think. Because I'm not sure what's going on there. I mean, when, when you talk to him, he's all for it. And then I just think other things come up and yeah. you get distracted. Something like that, maybe. But we do have those, and, and we also have some time between... Uh, Sometime between, say, beginning of April to beginning of May, we also have another quite popular YouTuber coming on to discuss some things. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Who do we have here? 773, you're live. Who do we have? This is John Ramolka. Good evening, gentlemen, ladies. Well, hello, buddy. How's it going? John, oh, it's it's going. What's up, man? How are you guys doing? All right. Well, I've been working on switching dates around on my England trip so I can come over to the hunt with you guys. Oh, for, for September 20th for IMDA, huh? Yep. Fest. Okay, yeah, so uh, I, I guess I can let, let know, some of that out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, I, I was listening in and I just wanted to give, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I have fat fingers and for me to hurry up and text something, you guys are already three or four topics down. And I look like, yeah, I've walked down. away from the computer for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. So I have, I do have a suggestion though. I think one of the prizes should be a ride in the fire truck with the sirens going at least around the block twice. That's one, that's one guess. Or one okay. I don't know who drives. But you got to come here. Oh, right. Well, no, forget it. No, I'll take the one off bar. Yeah. So again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, See, yeah, I'm so, I'm uh, sure the chief has more control over that sort of thing when he's in his jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I'm going to, I can drive put you in a truck and have you coming home screaming like the siren. Trust me. There you go. Hey, listen. Well, that works I was, too. I was the I was the combat uh, combat infantry engineer, so it got <laughs> a lot of stuff in front of me to scare me. I did it for eighteen years. So I seen a lot of stuff, but I will drive down there if we could have the hose going when we drive around the block. And the yeah, that around. could be arranged too. All right, that's what I'm talking Put about. It in the brush so, truck. I do, Chuck, I do keep up with your photos and your videos. I find them very interesting. I have a lot of friends that are firemen also. I have a lot of respect for uh, firemen and uh, police officers. And I think you guys do an awesome job. Uh, not very many people I know would run into a burning building to save somebody. So Right. Normally, you know, everybody's those, those running the other direction. Exactly. Exactly. It's but never bothered me, my men, anybody else to go in the burning building. But I'll tell you what, what scares us the most these days. Is working at MVA and people not paying attention coming in, and we've had a couple near misses where they've almost hit my men. Not oh at a falling oh. speed, buzzing through with a camera in their hand. Yep, because oh. everybody That's wants to gawk and get photos. Action, see, give everybody a wide berth. It's our policy now. We corner the trucks across the road. We shut the road down. We'll stop the traffic or totally divert it. And literally, I don't know if you've seen many of these, they'll ram right into a fire truck and claim up and down. There were no lights on. I didn't see it. How the hell? 
to see an 88,000-pound truck. Just right. throw some spike strips like the cops do, and then it, 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 you're done. Yeah. Yep. They're going to go maybe 10, 15 more feet, and they're, they're done. Yeah. But, but I go. did call in. I didn't uh, see it. Yeah. It was in my blind spot. Yeah. Yeah. The big red truck was, it, it moved in front of me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It jumped in front of me, like the guy that hit the tree that claimed that it all stayed positive. Yeah, yeah. So so just like when you hear these people that hit cattle. A little bit. Just slow down, pay attention, and and everybody goes home safe. Right. That's the important part. I just part. want to get in real quick because I know Josh has limited time now left. Illinois uh, Metal Detecting Association, uh, who is sponsors the uh, Chicago Dick Fest uh, this year, September 20th. We will be donating a one-ounce uh, bar. I'm going to call my uh, asset guy. Uh, we're still, we're purchasing, still purchasing, but the price of silver scared the bejesus out of us because we want to be able to match, at least match what we put in last year. Good. And Chuck, Guys, you, I just, know you they put out silver. They put out a lot great of stuff. stuff. And it's not easy, but they put out oh, plenty of stuff for people. I went out and hunted a little bit with them, and it was fun, and I found great stuff and enjoyed my time. A whole group of great people, and uh, they put on a good hunt. And they've been watching the yeah. other hunts and learned from them, developed their own thing, their own, and listened to people. They listened. They asked our inputs last year. So it's a trusted hunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will say this, though. I'm not here, I'm not here right now to promote the hunt. But I will say this, since oh, you I said will. that, Chuck, you, yeah, I know, you, um, uh, you and Scott, and there was another gentleman, I cannot remember his name, made mention that the field was a little too small. Um, so this year, what we're doing is we're, we're taking the whole entire beach and giving the people that are visiting the beach, where they're going to have a little walkway section out by flags. So this year, instead cool. of having half the beach, we're going to take the whole entire beach. That'll be good. It is going to be see, I learned hunt, a yeah. terrible lesson over at uh, Indiana, <laughs> Dunes. Indiana Dunes. And <laughs> but there was a couple things working against me there. I had no control over. They just kept adding people and adding people and adding people because people just kept showing up and they didn't want to turn anybody away. <laughs> you right. got too, too small a site. You don't work well. Yeah, actually, yeah. Alan called me. Um, about a week and a half ago, I believe it was, and we talked for a while, and that was one of the things we talked about was Indiana Dunes 2014. Mm. Yeah, I, I wasn't there for that. Um, I was kind of like, a, I was in a transition between staying with what our Illinois Metal Detecting Association was initially called Midwest Historical Research Society. And I was with them for a long time, and I stepped away. Uh, we had things going on, you know, life happened. Yes. Right. And then, and then the people, it went down to like 20 some members. And it was Steve Cronwell, uh, another guy, Gene Cernus, and, uh, Tommy Halleck. The four of us went up to Chazzy for the big stock in Chazzy, New York. And they talked me into it. And I said, dude, there's so much that's going to have to change. And we went from the, the 33 or 32 members. We, we are now members showing up. We're at 63 and we have total that members. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, total members. I think we're at 84 now as in total members. So some live out of state. So they drop by some are truckers, some are right. people that are snowbirds, but they joined in. And I think that 
uh, we're, you know, we're trying to get reestablish ourselves, even though we've been technically been around since 1968 under my new uh, position as president as of last year uh, was our only the second concept was ever given uh, by the club, uh, you know, formerly known as uh, they were very reserved and we're, we're all about. You know, promoting ourselves and promoting other clubs. You can come on our Facebook page anytime you like. You can post your videos. You can post your spines. Uh, it seems people are afraid to do so, and I keep mentioning it, but I'm kind of glad I'm on here because I wanted to make mention of it live. More than welcome for whatever you want on there, but if you're demeaning somebody, if you're negative, you'll be taken off. That's, that's the only Right. Thing. Common you know, sense goes let's, a long let's way. Fair. Yeah, well, you know, let's play fair. Mm-hmm. But we're again, like Chuck said, we, I've looked. I I have my wife almost beat me, and she's I'm six two, and she's five one, and I've only, <laughs> almost the, I've almost eaten the cast iron pan six times. My face has never gotten out of my phone. That first year, I was reading and developing and taking notes, and made insane amount of phone calls to. Other clubs like, uh, Cedar, Natural and Cedar Hunt, uh, his name is escaping me right now, Huntley, uh, I can't remember his first name, and a couple other people, uh, I've talked to, um, uh, uh, <laughs> God, I'm trying to hurry up. Um, <laughs> uh, the, detecting the Heartland people, uh, uh, oh, Casey, Casey Override. Casey and his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey and Mindy. Right, Casey and Mindy, and uh, so, you know, and I learn, and I, I read about the, the natural and hunts, and I see what people complained about, but, you know, honestly, there's some things that you just can't control, Right. but that's what we're about, so we're about going, we've gone, we're going to go to some clubs in Indiana this year, we've hit seven clubs in Illinois, we're going to be heading up to Wisconsin, and, and what we try to say is, the only reason we have association at the end of our name is because it's on a set. Other than that, we're not trying to be like, we're not trying to be like the center, like the hub of, you know, the tri-state area. We just like the way it fits, you know, right. because who knew that, uh, uh, Midwest Historical Research Society was a metal detecting club? Nobody. Nobody. And we were in Chazzy, they're like, well, you know, what, where's your building? What are you talking about? We're just a club. Oh, well, you don't have metal detecting in your name. So that was the first thing that we had to do was change. But anyway, I just did want to get on and say about the the silver bar. Chuck, you get me going on three different directions here. So let me bring it back in. (laughs) I work hard at that. Yeah. Well, you know, ADHD and PTSD, boy, that's not a good mix. But anyway, (laughs) uh, we are giving out the bar. I'm going to talk to my acquisitions guy. I'm going to see what he has, if there's anything else we can do. As you know, Chuck, we have no problem donating and giving things away to hunts that we've gone through. You've seen it. You've experienced it. I know that. Also, uh, to clarify uh, for Josh, it's um, it's the Kids Cancer Camp that is just outside of Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Right. Camp One Uh, Step. Camp One Step, right. So that's what Alan and, and more Alan, but I'll be calling, I'll be on with him also. Yeah, we had uh, we had discussed that too when he he called I, me there, you know, a week and a half ago or whatever. We we had a little bit of a conversation. I bet we were on the phone for about an hour. 
Well, look at me. I'm on the phone for 15 minutes, and I only called to just to confirm two things. I think Chuck. <laughs> but I also still want to remind you that we extended uh, we extended our handout to you to come and do a almost live Josh Kimmel show if you want to our fat, to our dig our dig fat. You right. don't have to be live. You can pre-record it, you know, like they used to do parts of Saturday Night Live was pre-recorded. Right. That's where I got the almost live. And I, I, got, I do have the uh, the gear in my remote bag to do such things. Uh, the but listeners we'll didn't know about that, but I guess we've got that out there in the bag, too. <laughs> okay. See what you do, Chuck? You, you talk so fast, you, you get everybody going everywhere. But, yeah, so you're more than welcome to come out. Chuck, of course, your table is more than welcome. And if anybody yes. out there has a club or something. Uh, Alan, Alan's called me double times. And yep. I told him I'm working on it, you know, and making sure that everything, there's no conflicting stuff. Because I've got oh, a couple boy. other hunts through the summer in England right. and then Aruba in the spring next year. I love that down there. And that was great. And I you like guys, you guys are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and I know, I know that Alan and John both are excited about the next dig fest. Oh, for sure, for sure. But anyway, it's extended, and anybody that's interested, that's in another club that wants to promote their club or a newsletter or their Facebook page, you're more than welcome to come out to the hunt. Uh, message me on Facebook Messenger. You could send it to the Illinois Metal Detecting Association. Uh, messenger, or you could send it to me, John Ramoska. Uh, it's spelled just like it sounds, Ramoska, not some stuff. <laughs> and uh, just send me, just send me the email or a message. Uh, I'm also John Ramos, John dot Ramoska Yahoo.com. Again, just call. I mean, uh, email me or message me on Facebook. We'll work something out. We're not about charging people for anything. If you want to put a table up, you're more than welcome. That's what we're about, right? We're about supporting each other in a hobby that's gone out of control, yet somehow comes and gets gelled together. And that's what we want to do. We want to, we don't want the fly-by-nighters to yep. come and ruin this. We want the people that are in it to win it to gel together and to be separate from those who are going and digging out pie plates to, to find a mercury dime that's, uh, you know, <laughs> an inch down. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, that, that, that's what we're about. So thank you very much. I'm going to let you go because I'm sure your time is up and I, I've overspoken. And I'm sure uh, people have fallen asleep. And well, no, like I said, we'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll definitely get you and Alan back on the show here pretty soon to talk about DigFest. You guys just got to oh, sure. let me know when. For sure, for sure. Well, I sent you a message to remind you about the answer. Uh, why don't you take a week or so, figure out your calendar, get back to us. We have till September. Uh, we're, I already posted that uh, the coming soon on our Facebook page. Um, and excuse me. And uh, we should be coming out with our flyer, our poster flyer for sharing within about six more days. We want to nail down some stuff. And, uh, of course, we're 100% fee, uh, fee given is 100% fee in the ground. So that's a no-brainer. If anybody's right. wondering, like, yeah. and I'll tell you what, last year, and Chuck, I'm sure you'll agree, 
there's times that you go in your own pocket just to make it a little bit better. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. not, not out of, a, not out yes. of, a, I'm doing better than you think. It's out of the, it's going to be fun. Somebody's going to appreciate it. I'll spend the extra X amount of dollars, which right. I did. Yep. I going, oh, wife, what the hey, let's throw God. that into. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Again, it's, it's about fun and gelling together and, and making new friends. And, uh, I think Casey said it best. It's a family. You know, I'll, I'll quote Casey till the day I die. Casey, I mean, that's the, that's the, one of the greatest things I've ever heard since I started well, detecting. And, and it is. I mean, really, it is. And, and you hit on it pretty good too, where you're like, you know, it's a hobby where we can all come together. It, cause a lot of people lose sight of, of that end result, basically, where what happened to let's just get out and have fun. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Gentlemen, I'm going to let you go because the house on the corner is on fire. I got to go make sure the old man is good. Uh oh. I hear the the fire trucks. Okay. I got to go. We'll see you, John. Thanks for the call. Thanks for calling. And they, uh, they did. They, they put on an excellent hunt last year. And yep. I had told them before, uh, when when they were on last year to promote the hunt, I had told them after the show, I said, well, this is the first, first one out, you know, we'll see what happens and everything. If all goes well, right. I'm going to know about it. And if it does go well, we'll have no problem promoting the future ones. And Alan has already been in contact with me to... Uh, Give me a heads up on some of the things that are going on, and looks like we're going to be having them on the show again to talk about Dig Fest Two. Yeah, yeah. And Mark was asking folks who can make it to Florida hunt. Well, I cannot this year due to how close they are packed right. to detecting the Heartland, which is the reason why a lot of people can't make it to detecting the Heartland because they're. They can't do Florida hunt and detecting the heartland, and they're doing Florida hunt. Me, I'd I'd love to see Florida, but it, it's it's definitely not in the cards for me this year, and next year probably don't look good either for me. Yeah. I've already, uh, like I was uh, telling Alan, I've already got some uh, some commitments in the books for uh, next year too, some obligations. Yeah, and I'm the same way already. And uh, it's crazy because next year we got the Galesburg hunt. Then yep. we've got uh, Alaska coming up again. Yep. And that's that's a year out yet. And yeah. And having the plan at this point, starting to set all that up. Oh boy. And mm-hmm. um, plus, you're working Aruba in there. It's going to be a busy year for you again. For me, you, all of us, and yeah, and. I'd love to go to all the hunts. I'd love to make Charles Garrett. I'd love to get out there to DIV again. And, and oh, yeah, and absolutely. And for... some of these other spots. And it just, you know, I like to try to make other ones. Yeah. And John and Alan put on a good hunt. Uh, Casey, we do. Uh, Mark down in Florida, I'd like to head back down there. There's a bunch of them, but it's just all of a sudden, certain weekends, there's you can't be at three places at once. 
Yeah, exactly. For some of us, it's either scheduling conflicts or financing conflicts or something like that where we'd love to make them all, but it, it it can't feasibly be done. And you have to kind of pick and choose. And, and it doesn't mean that, you know, you consider other hunts inferior or anything like that. It's just, we can't make them all. Right. So, so it just is what it is. So we get to bounce it around a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, we do what we can. And I know uh, when Alan was talking to me, because I, I guess that, uh, <clears throat> well, quite frankly, when, when they heard about BTH, that kind of lit a fire under them, and they're like, oh, we got to get the show out here, too, and I, yeah, I had to tell him, I was, I was like, well, I'm sorry, I mean, you know, Casey and Mindy, they've been on me for, like, three years to attend yeah, this I mean, event. I said, so, you know, I've, I've already kind of, uh, you know, I've, I've confirmed and committed with BTH, and it's it's tough to do more than one of these a year. But I can see what happens, and and then, well, you already you already scheduled for Galesburg, so you, you're stuck yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, well, maybe next year, and it's like, well, we'll see what happens. And I got off the phone and I told Pam, I said, I I couldn't tell him that I've already committed for. Another event next year already. I mean, it's uh, these things come up on the radar early, and and it's because of the scale of these events, they start planning a year in advance a lot of times. So my schedule's a year out. <laughs> yep. Some are even more than that. Trust me. Alan and uh, John hit me up last year. You were coming back. Well, I got to look at the schedules. I got to do. I, I want to. And yeah. let me see I've already penciled in for or signed up for a year in advance. Yeah, exactly. And it, it would be nice to get back to Chicago, but who knows? We'll see. 847, you're live. Who do we have? It's Alan. Oh, how's it going, Alan? How you doing, Alan? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, All sir. right. We just uh, heard from John. I know. He called me to get on, and I couldn't get on the podcast. And it, I just finally got on, and I just called in just to get into you guys. There you ah, go. I see. Yeah, John had to go. I I don't know. Somebody was trying to burn down part of the block or something. <laughs> Gosh, I hate when that happens. Yep. Chuck, when... get here with the fire truck, quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing good, buddy. How you been? Alive and kicking. Actually, got out digging today. Well, that well, makes one of us. You didn't freeze over there. <laughs> uh, it was tough. The digging was hard. The ground was frozen for about two inches. Yeah. I did pull out a standing Liberty quarter today. Though. Oh, very nice. Nice job, Alan. Dated? Did it still have a date? I'm sorry. Was it dated? Date? Could you make oh, out it? the date? Oh, for the hunt. No, 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 for the quarter. <laughs> oh, no, no date on it. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, you got okay. a smoothie, but that's all right. They're still always fun to find. Those are neat ones. Oh, yeah. I yep. love those finding those standing liberties. 
Yeah, silver, silver, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. It's it's really kind of flabbergasting when you stop and think about it that a coin that was known as the workhorse of the economy and so many of them disappeared during the silver melt of the 80s. Yes. Sure. That's true. And so it's, it's very interesting. And all the silver you can for a while. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If we do nothing but start screaming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do like to stack silver. Yes, I do also. Oh, yeah. And it, it is time to be hoarding some as much as you can right now. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm in, in that respect, I'm, I'm certainly a treasure hunter. I like to hoard all of it I can get my hands on. <laughs> I agree, and and I'm so not even John, picky. What did John have to say tonight on the on the show? Uh, well, he let the cat out of the bag a little bit about the date of Digfest Two. He let the cat out of the bag a little bit about Camp One Step. He let the cat out of the bag a little bit about the uh, the upcoming flyer here in a few days, and he also let the cat out of the bag a little bit about a guest invitation. Okay. Yeah, we've got a lot going on right now. But he We're didn't say a lot. As we speak. Yeah, but he didn't say a lot. <laughs> well, we're trying not to. That's all right. <clears throat> we'll, we'll all keep quiet about it here on the page. Yep. <laughs> yep, we heard nothing. Yeah, like I said, we've been acquiring the last few weeks, too. Oh yeah, it is looking like I don't leave till the 25th of September for England. I think, or the 24th. I think I can make your hunt and do England, but I'm making sure they aren't shifting dates and that kind of stuff because there was some discussion on housing issue or something at one point I'd heard, and since they're already over there and. Bonazzo's over there already. I can't. I don't have a direct link with him on it. Just double checking, but I have Tim here, and I'll talk with Tim again. Well, there's something else sure. going on over there right now too. What's that? Um, I just got a message today from uh, Steve Miller. They're kind of stuck in London. He can't get a plane right back. Oh. Yeah. He's well, for the... tomorrow, but he doesn't have a seat. <laughs> So he doesn't know if he's going to even be able to get that. What are they doing? Yeah, they're, he's stuck there right now, I guess. Yeah, is it because the uh, the airlines have been overbooking or what? I have no idea. I, hmm. I've been trying to call him for the last four days because I thought he was due back earlier in the week. And I just saw the thing today that uh, him and Mindy were in London seeing the sights. And... Hopefully, he can get on a plane tomorrow. Wow. Ooh. Well, hopefully, it works out okay for him. Yeah, I would hope so. Because I, believe me, I I know all too well. I feel his pain. I know how it is to be stranded at the airport. Uh, we, a couple of years ago, uh, actually, I think it was 20, 2016, 
we were out at Taunton, Massachusetts for the Silver City Treasure Seeker Treasure Show. And when it was time to catch our flight, we showed up for our flight and they didn't get us on. But our baggage was on there. And I doubt that. We, uh, our baggage beat us home because we were stranded at the airport all that day. Finally, through some help from some family, they were able to find a hotel room for us at a spectacular deal. I mean, we're, we're walking into this hotel and I'm going, this is not good. I'm glad our gear went ahead of us because they would not let me in a hotel like this carrying my gear. And we wound up, we, we were able to get a room, a VIP suite at wow. the Sheridan for $68. Wow, you got very lucky. Yeah, we we yeah. just so happened to to know the right people at the right point in time, and then we really didn't even get to enjoy it because by the time we got there, we had enough time to get maybe a three hour nap to catch a ride back to the airport to catch our next opportunity to get home. So I right. I feel his pain. Oh, I do too. It's... I was wondering what was going on because I couldn't get a hold of him. Right. But I know when he's there, he turns off his phone. Mm-hmm. Because we've gone there a bunch together. We've traveled it. We've been on the same hunts a few times. Right. See, with us, um, there that weekend, I guess there had been a uh, a bomb threat or some airport bombings or something like that. And TSA was just thick as ticks. And, oh, gosh, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, so there were a number of people that were getting stranded at the airport, missing their flights and everything. Even though we had showed up in enough time, we didn't realize about the bomb scare. Wow. Yeah, that could make you a little nervous once you find out about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily, you know, we we did finally make it back home, and our luggage was awaiting us, and we uh, we were able to get everybody in the same spot once again. <laughs> That's always a good thing, right? Absolutely. But uh, yeah, we were we were just talking about having to get you and uh, John on to discuss Camp One Step Project. It, whenever that comes oh, up, whenever you want, and Dig Fest too. It's looking, it's looking very good. Like it'll happen this year. Good, uh, good deal. Uh, I haven't got the final word, but it's looking good. Everything else is starting. They're actually opening opening the camp back up. Right, so things are starting uh, we to fall there, into place for it. Yes, uh, last year what they allowed. They allowed the kids in for four days. Then they had to leave, sanitize the camp, let another group in for four days, and then sanitize the camp again. Right. Um, because the kids have no immunity. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this year, it's pretty much open. The other things that, uh, uh, that I also do with that camp, is also on for this year already. Those are definite. I'm still getting waiting for word on ours. Nice. Metal detecting day. Very cool. But it's it's looking very promising. 
Outstanding. We didn't get canceled last year until I want to say April 15th or so. Mm-hmm. Or the end of April is when they said, no, it's not going to go. Yeah, if, if I remember right, that sounds about right for the the time frame there. And I'm sure people get a kick out of hearing about everything that uh, goes into the projects there at Camp One Step. Um, I don't know if what John told you about it. I don't know if everybody's aware what the camp is. It's for kids with cancer. Um, yes. The group that I am part of actually built a new cabin there. Two years ago, um, that's air conditioned, so the yeah, kids with air conditioning, but still go to camp exactly. and get their chemo while they're at camp. Um, and that's and very cool. Cabin to be built. <clears throat> that's very cool because you figure for these kids, they've got enough on their plate anyway, and yeah. having an air conditioned environment like that to make things a little easier for them to cope with their treatments and everything. It gives them that opportunity to, you know, even if just for a little bit, to feel like a normal kid. Yes, and that's what it's all about with that up there. And those kids are great. They really are. I've been doing it for like 16, 17 years now. Yeah, you are definitely a veteran in the arena for that. Yes. Um, We do a boat day where we take them out on the lake in boats. The last year we had, or not last year, but the last time we did it, there were 68 boats. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Because you have to take not just the kids, you have to take the counselors and you have to take medical staff. Right. Yeah, exactly. In case the kids get sick out there and be able to get them back if they need to. Right. Um, yeah, but also just so everybody point. knows who's listening, it goes from ages seven to eighteen. Yeah, so there you can be dealing with quite a few kids. Yes, um, the first year we did it, we only had the seven to ten year olds. Um, gave away, I want to say, three or four metal detectors. Because we have a bunch of the companies that gave us metal detectors to give away, and right. a couple of the regular sellers that donated machines. Uh, last year, I had like 13 machines lined up to give away to the kids, and it got canceled. So I had to tell them, "Don't send them to me." Right. And uh, if I remember right, you had done the seven to ten year olds, but. Everybody else seen how much of a good time everyone was having, and and they wanted to be included, too. Yes. Uh, Before we even started, we were approved for the next year to have the entire camp, which was 350 kids. That's a lot of kids. But that's COVID hit. Right. Yeah. And that was the end of it. Yep. And we're finally Exactly. COVID shut a lot of things down. Yes, it did. And some of it hasn't really opened back up well yet. No, not completely. Not completely. Um, it's getting there, though. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it, it is. There. Yeah. I agree. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call in and take up your time. Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. 
but I thought I'd jump in and say a little bit. There's um, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Are going to be opening up uh, registration for DigFest soon, too? Um, and then we're also going to be looking for volunteers as soon as we get approval for the Camp One Step Hunt. Nice. Where's that camp at, Alan? Lake Pardon? Geneva, Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, it is uh, in Williams Bay. Right uh, there is a point that comes out, like a peninsula that comes out, uh-huh. and the camp is that entire peninsula at the whole end of the peninsula. So it actually goes up to the water. Quite a good-sized camp. All the way around the peninsula. Um, and it, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's it's an old old camp from dates back from eighteen forties or fifties. Wow! But they won't let us come in and dig the camp. They don't do huh. not allow it at all. Oh, well, so that's a shame. On top of the ground. Right. Still, though. Uh, it, it's, it's a great program. It's for a good cause. And, and we definitely look forward to hearing more about it once you get the final go ahead. Yeah. The minute we get it, I will be calling you. Outstanding. I look forward to that. Yes. I know, uh, that's, that's been a number of years back now and I've kind of lost track. So I don't know if if that's still going on because, you know, AIDS and, and COVID, some people had kind of fell to the wayside and everything. But there was a children's 4-H camp in Kerrville, Texas, that was kind of a similar program. These these were handicapped kids, and there was a group that got together, and they would do a mental detecting day with them where... People would send, say, tokens and matchbox cars and foreign coins, stuff like that. And when the kids would dig up these coins and tokens, they got such a kick out of being able to go in and somebody would help them with the computer so that they could find kind of the the story behind the token or where this particular foreign coin originated and things like that. And the only okay. thing that they really had you know, kind of set in stone was that they didn't want any clad coins donated uh, due to the the nature of the, the kids and the environment. They didn't want them taking those clad coins and getting access to the candy and soda and getting all wired up on sugar. <laughs> well, at this camp, we actually, when they get there, we give them backpacks full of they get frisbees, they get the sunscreen, and they also get candy. <laughs> nice. We take care of them really well. The well, that... with this one, we did use plaid so they could spend it all at the camp, you know, the camp store. Nice. That sounds like definitely a good time. Uh, that That's one of those where Frank's probably going, what? Candy? Where is this? I'll, I'll come in for a backpack and some candy corn. <laughs> Yes. Oh, we give them tons of stuff. Nice. Um, Actually, we just had a meeting on it last weekend for the boat day and for the packing for all that stuff that we give the campers. Hmm. That's what I was pushing to find out about the metal detecting day. 
Right. Well, we'll let you know. Yeah, definitely. As soon as you know something, shoot me a message, give me a call, whatever, and and we can definitely get a show scheduled to talk about Camp One Step. And then, obviously, we we got to get you and John on the show to talk about uh, Dig Fest and and everything that's going on with the Illinois Mental Detecting Association. Because I know you and I had quite a conversation here a week and a half or so ago. And there's some exciting things in store. There's some exciting things going on. Yeah, there's a lot of things we want to do long term. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few. Um, we can touch on that later. Right. Because we got to finalize a bunch. I are, we already have something where we're looking at a campground for 2024. Right. Yep. I don't know if I, John told you that or not. No, John didn't, uh, and I, he, he must have, I think he was in the chat listening to the show, and I happened to mention something about, uh, you know, there's some things coming up, I, I can't really say a whole lot, I know that DigFest, they're excited about that, the Illinois Mental Detecting Association is, but that's about all I can say, and next thing you know, John calls in, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can let some of that out of the bag. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so we let him go with what he wanted to say and let him do yet. it. We haven't settled that in yet, but we're looking at one. Right. And we still have to go out and look at it and all that still. Mm-hmm. So we're already looking on to the next year. Yeah. And, and future. Just from the things that you and I had discussed off the air. It's it's like, wow, you know, they, they've got some exciting things going on and I I really do hope it uh it all pans out because for if it all pans out for those that can be in attendance, it's gonna be a great time. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, what we put in the ground last fall when we did it, I don't think any other hunt has ever put out as much silver as we did. Oh, I heard from multiple people the the amount that went into the ground was just staggering. Um, and it will be this year also. And it just seemed, I, I don't know, that many people on the beach and that many keys found. <clears throat> but the only key that wasn't found was the one that fit the treasure chest. Yes, that is true. <laughs> when we did, when we recounted all the keys, there were 49 that came back in. <laughs> so who knows what happened to the last one? Yeah, I mean, but, what are the odds? I, million to one, maybe? I don't right. know. <laughs> and what we did with that, instead of keeping the silver and just doing it, we used it and pulled our last raffle ticket and gave yep. away all the silver yeah. to one of the raffle winners. That was very cool. Because we couldn't hold on to it. It wasn't right. Right. And Chuck was even a raffle winner. Yes, I was. Yes. And then we paid that forward. Yep. Vanquish 440. Pretty much everybody won stuff in the raffles. We had yep. a lot of gifts there. Oh, yeah. I heard a lot of high remarks and praises about the event from numerous people that were in attendance. And 
every one of them, pretty much. I mean, you ask them, well, if you had the opportunity, would you return for another one? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't give it a second thought. <laughs> That's good. Hey, uh, Alan? Yes. Mark Hoover says he would like to go to Chicago in September. I just saw that up on the page here. Yeah, I haven't seen it. He texted me. I'll have to get a hold of Mark. Yep. We'd love to have him come out. Careful what yep. you wish for, Mark. You just may get that opportunity. That would be great. How you and doing, I'm Mark? I'm sure they'd be okay. glad to Good have vacation. you. What'd you say, Alan? You were talking the same time as Josh. I just said I hope Mark had a good vacation because I know he went on a cruise. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure Mark always has a a good trip. That's, I mean his his slogan: "Have adventure, we'll travel." Yep, I love those posts he makes about all those old pictures and all that. Things mm-hmm. are great. Oh yeah. Anybody who doesn't look at him, you got to look up Mark Hoover. Yep. And he could, what, how he comes up with all this stuff is phenomenal. Yeah, he'll he'll keep a person on their toes. Yes, yes, he will. <clears throat> but you got to keep an right, eye on him. I think I'll leave you guys and let you continue your show. You got to keep an eye on him, though. He'll he'll keep you running just as much as Ringy and KG. <laughs> He's yep. sneaky. All and right. Maybe that has something to do with our sport. <laughs> well, Mark, he, he stays very active. Very active. That's a good thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it All is. All right, you guys have a good show for the rest of the show. I'm going to let you guys do your thing. Take care, my friend. Thank Thanks for the call, Alan. Alan. I appreciate it. Oh, no Anytime. problem. Anytime. Anytime. All right, take care, and as soon as I find out, I will let you guys know. Yes, Thanks. absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for All the right, call. Take care. You too, buddy. Oh well, so we we got to hear from John and Alan both, and good grief, look at the time. Yep, we burned her up, didn't we? That's oh, all yeah. right, though. That's all right. Yep, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Everybody stay safe out there. Hopefully we're in for that real spring warm-up and it stays. Yeah, yeah, I see it's supposed to be in the 50s and 60s here in the next 10 days, so fingers crossed. Yep, Yep. get out in the field for a little while longer, and uh, everybody have a great week, and I'll talk to you later, Josh. Thank you again. Bye-bye. You do the same, Chuck. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. We'll see ya. Well, so there we we had we got to hear from Chuck. We got to hear from John. We got to hear from Alan. Good calls from all. Oh, and and there is there's there's a lot to cover about Camp One Step about. Uh, Illinois Metal Detecting Association and DigFest 2 and future plans, what is in store for the Illinois Metal Detecting Association. I'm telling you, they they do. They've got some exciting things going on. Uh, 
I've been privy to some of it. I just, I can't say much at this point, and even if I could, I'm not sure what I can and can't let out of the bag yet. Uh, so that's why it's good when John or Alan are able to call in about stuff like that, because then if it gets let out of the bag, I can go, hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. That that was all on John, or that was all on Alan, or something like that. So either way, we enjoyed it. Uh, we're glad to see everybody that dropped in. We're still on the mend from treatment, but, hey, we're, you know, hopefully another day or two, and we'll be right as rain. Until the next one, I guess we gotta roll. Don't forget, Detect America, tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, multicasting. Shelly and Dawn, can you dig it? Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Obviously, we're here Wednesday, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern. And the archives are always there for anybody to enjoy at any time. And boy, do we have a lot of them. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We're out of here. Oh,